welcome to the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. My name is Natalie Nidham. I'm a nutritionist, a human potential, and epigenetic coach, and I created this podcast to bring you the latest ways to take control of your health and longevity. We cover it all, from new technology to ancestral health practices, personalized interventions, and a very special interest of mine, peptides. Enjoy the show. Hey folks, welcome back to the show. We have a great episode for you as always today. And we're just going to start off by thanking our first sponsor, who's RestoreCell. Now, a lot of people will comment that my skin's been looking better than ever lately. And I really have to give credit to Vitaly RestoreCell for that. The revolutionary skincare products feature copper peptides or GHKCU. These tiny protein fragments work wonders for my skin effortlessly penetrating the dermis once I've used their cleanser because it's specially formulated to help that penetration to maintain a healthy and youthful appearance. These expertly formulated products are designed to boost collagen production, effectively reducing the visibility of fine lines and wrinkles while enhancing skin elasticity. And the best part, the star ingredient, copper peptides, actively battle oxidative damage, a key factor in the aging process. Now, if you want to try them for yourself, all you have to do is head on over to vitaliskincare.com and use my code NAT25 to save 25% on every order. And a quick heads up to Canadian customers, and that is that RestoraCell now ships and fulfills all Canadian orders out of a Canadian warehouse. So no more long shipping times and no more crazy customs and duty fees at the border. All right, now let's talk about this episode a little bit. Have you ever heard of heavy water? Well, in this episode, I chat with Victor Sagalovsky, co-founder and CEO of Lightwater Scientific, about deuterium-depleted water. Deuterium is a naturally occurring isotope of hydrogen. You know, this is a lot of chem speak, but it gets easier. That has an extra neutron in its nucleus. That's not the easier part, sorry. But that ultimately makes it twice as heavy as ordinary hydrogen. This is where it get its, gets its name of heavy water. Now, by lowering deuterium levels in the body, we have found that we can positively impact cellular function, energy production, immune support, and even stimulate potential anti-aging effects. Victor Segalovsky has committed himself to the research, development, and production of this rare water driven by his theory, the endogenous radiation damage theory of aging, which proposes that our biggest obstacle to longevity is the excess deuterium and other damaging isotopes on the planet and how proper mitigation will radically potentially extend our lifespans and health spans. Today, we discuss how much deuterium we should have in our bodies, how long it takes to see results from drinking deuterium-depleted water, and who is most likely to experience the biggest shift in their health from intaking heavy water. Okay, now if you want to learn more about deuterium-depleted water and or you want to order some and give it a try for yourself, and remember, you're going to want to do like a three-month run, get your deuterium levels checked beforehand, and then get them checked afterwards as well. So now all you have to go do is go to drinklightwater.com, and lightwater is spelled L-I-T-E, not L-I-G-H-T, and you can use discount code NAT10 to save 10% off your full order. All right. We have another sponsor to thank just before we get into the episode, and that would be Berkeley Life. Look, if you're listening, a listener of my podcast, you, many of you have probably added nitric oxide to your daily routine like me and are supporting healthy circulation. It's now time to introduce some key brain ingredients to you and Berkeley Life's exciting new product that complements their nitric oxide foundation supplement. Cognitive support their new supplement is centered around naturally optimizing your cognitive health. This new supplement is designed to support key brain functions like processing speed, psychomotor speed, sustained attention, and even composite and verbal memory. The best part, it's a natural stimulant-free formula that has been thoroughly researched and backed by science. When you combine cognitive support with Berkeley Life's Nitric Oxide Foundation, you are in for an incredible cognitive boost. I just love this combination in the morning. The two work seamlessly to deliver essential ingredients like alpinina, galanga, sulforaphane, and lutein efficiently to the brain, enhancing cognitive performance to its full potential without any concern of caffeine crash or jitters. Now you can access Berkeley Life by going to berkeleylife.com and using practitioner code NIDDBL to place your order today. And I believe that that code will save you 10% on your first order. All right. Now 
Let's jump into that episode. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that all of the information presented in this podcast is for information purposes only. No medical advice, no diagnosing, no treatments suggested here. Before you try anything that you hear about or learn about here, make sure that you check with your medical provider. Welcome to the show, Victor. It is such a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, Natalie. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, I bet you're happy to be there. There being Hawaii. <laughs> can't go no, wrong you can't, you, I, I can't imagine you can go wrong in Hawaii unless something's blowing up. You could. Something. I mean, you could go. Yeah. You, yeah. But there's a, but if, as long as, as long as you just stay to the state of the beaches and the rivers, you're fine. Okay. Perfect. Good to know. I'll keep that in mind. I'm actually supposed to go to Hawaii next, Feb- next March, I think. So I'm, I've never been there. I'm super excited. Um, March, March is a weather-wise, it could still be winterish, but it's, it's very, it's still, there's no, there's no bad month here. That's yeah. Like, I think it would year. still be lush and green and a massive improvement on whatever Toronto looks like at that time of year. Oh so. my God, my God, my God. What a, diff- <laughs> what, a, what a, what a difference. All right. So let's jump into the podcast. People are sitting there going, I'm not sitting here waiting. I, I don't need to know about the weather anywhere. So we are gathered here today to talk about deuterium depleted water, which is I think a fascinating topic. I mean, we've talked a few times. I've done three months. I took, I drank deuterium depleted water for three months. Unfortunately, although I tested my levels before I started, which were on the high side, which was predictable, I ran out of town before I could test my levels on the back end. So now I'm going to repeat my three month deuterium. I'm going to repeat the test, both right. tests again. You know, it's been right. okay. five weeks since I stopped yeah. drinking the water, I think probably my, there's a good chance my levels have crept back up again. So, but it's still, I think worth it to, to check my new ba- baseline and then go again. Yeah. If you're taking this uh, quantitative clinical approach, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think it's really interesting. So, you know, now let's talk a little bit about, you know, I don't know where you want to begin. I mean, Deuterium depleted water is a naturally occurring water in the environment. We just don't have access to it typically. But what is deuterium? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah yes and no. The we live we live on a planet where the ocean the oceans are 155 ppm of deuterium. Okay. And that means that means that most coastal places or or population centers are most people have a level in their bodies of 150. And in certain places on the planet, certain extreme and remote places, you have water that has 20% about less. The lowest on the planet is 89, which is in Antarctica, which is phenomenal, but you have to go to Antarctica. So we created a process for removing deuterium or specifically not the deuterium, but deuterium is locked in the water. It's locked in the semi-heavy water. So we think of water as H2O and water is H2O, except some water occurs as HDO or HOD. And that D stands for deuterium. And all the deuterium is, is a, is a hydrogen with a neutron. So it's double the mass of hydrogen. And there's a small amount of this hydrogen known as an isotope. And, uh, this binds with oxygen, just like regular hydrogen, and it creates semi-heavy water or heavy water. And this is what we want to limit from our mitochondria. Our, our mitochondria is working really hard to keep it out of our, keep it out of our energy production pathways. So if we can assist, we'll, we'll, uh, um, we'll ensure that we have a uh, good health longer and faster. So you so, had one, you had one said to me that what the deuterium can do with my, so mitochondria, we know are like little engines that are spinning at very high speed to produce. And, and, like it's an it's at the end at the end of the at the end of the electron transport chain inside the mitochondria yes it, there's like these motors right like but they are they are nanomotors and these motors they spin to create atp so yeah atp is the one of the currencies of our biology one of the energy currencies of our biology and so um and so the problem is uh these motors they run on hydrogen which is a single proton and then when something that has a neutron as well gets in there, it breaks up the motor. It it causes it to stutter and over time creates wear and tear. And this is happening every, every five, 10 seconds, depending on how much deuterium you have, you have in your body. Now it doesn't seem like very much. We have about two grams of deuterium in our bodies. So it doesn't seem like very much, but in the grand scheme of things, it's enormous. It's a lot. So turns out 
based on its new science of deuteronomics. And I say it's a new science, but it's actually 60 plus years old, this discovery. Uh, well, it shows us that that our bodies are optimized for a lower deuterium level. Like if I were to give you an elevator pitch and not get into the all the science and everything, I would say, look, the, if, if you want to believe the facts, or here are the facts, our bodies are made for a lower deuterium level. So by drinking deuterium depleted water, we can get 20% reduction based on where we are now. And the body kicks in, like the mit- mitochondria does everything it can to filter deuterium out. So it, we just get overrun very, very quickly, especially with, especially with uh, high carbohydrate diets and dysbiotic conditions. So a lot of things will co- will put us into a stress state. And the first thing that happens in a stressful situation is your mitochondria um, don't work as efficiently. Mm-hmm. And that efficient and that efficiency has to do with uh, limiting deuterium from energy production. So you mentioned high carb diets. Is that because the high carb foods bring more deuterium to the table? That's right. That's right. Yeah. The more um, carbohydrates are rich in deuterium and fats are more depleted. Okay. So then someone on a, let's say a clean ketogenic diet might be, might naturally have lower deuterium levels than someone on a high carb diet. Absolutely. And I mentioned 100%. clean because, you know, I've having recently attended an event for keto, you know, for for that supported a ketogenic lifestyle. You realize that the, there's a wide variety of foods that are represented as keto that are may or may not be super healthy for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're if you're eating an animal, you have to see what that animal ate, right? It's not mm-hmm. what did your what did your foods what's your food's food? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your food made of? What's your food made of? So, yeah, there's a, but anyway, um, in the old days, we, we pretty much, uh, ate, uh, we gorged on fat. Fat's the only thing in our body, their bodies can just, it's just, we won't, sh- we won't shut down the eating fat. We'll, we'll fall asleep. We'll, <laughs> we'll get full, but we won't, we, we don't get into like, uh, um, dysbiosis from like when you eat too much protein, for example, if you eat a lot of fat, your body can deal with it because we, we have a genetic predisposition for it. So uh, when we eat more fat, we naturally help the mitochondria deplete the uh, deplete the deuterium. Okay, but uh, not but not only carbo. You're not only looking at carbohydrates. You're looking at uh, people just eat a lot more now. You know, right. people eat people eat three four meals a day or something. So um, yeah, we want to we want to kick the metabolism in the gear. We want that same fast metabolism that we had when we were younger, and overconsumption of carbohydrates, overeating, improper breathing, sedentary lifestyle, age, all the factors that contribute to aging. This this slowed down our meta, metabolic pathway. So our, so we we suffer. It's why it's why a lot of our friends that from high school are all fat now. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not paying as much attention to the finer details as we are. It's yeah, it's just it's just easier to get in a situation where your metabolism slows down. And then, and then everything becomes harder. Yeah, because we're we're dealing with an energy game here, right? It's just when you look at it at face value, you're, it's like, do you have the energy or do you not? It's like, do you have the money or you don't have the money? It's like, it's just, it's not a theory. It's like, how much energy does somebody have? Mm-hmm. Not, not theoretically, but functional. So, um, and the more energy you have, the more your body can do things, do processes that it would normally shut off from because it's conserving energy. So if you're conserving energy for survival, you may not necessarily be able to repair. But if you have abundance of energy, surplus of energy, you know, we see this all the time uh, with some of these interventions where people have longstanding injuries that don't heal for decades even. And then, and then they get a little more energy and uh, hyperbaric's a great example. Right. And then, and then, and then things start to heal that were just waiting, right. They were in the waiting room of healing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I think, I mean, you bring up such a great point in that the body has a hierarchy of needs. The first need is, you know, keep the lights on, right? Keep, keep, keep the brain working, keep, keep it, keep the system alive. Yeah. And if that's all the energy you have, that's all that's going to get done. So it leaves you vulnerable. Ultimately, that's right. your immune that's system's right. not going to be able to kick 
to kick it. That's right. Just think of just yeah. th- just think of when we're in a compromised emotional state and what that does to us physically. And we yeah. we f- we feel ourselves shutting down and we feel ourselves having to protect our energy because we're in a deficit. We're in a vulnerable state. So so uh as you increase the energy, your your confidence goes up, your mood your mood changes, you know, any yeah. depressive thought, it's just you're 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 vibrating at a at a at a greater frequency, at a higher frequency. Put it to put it to put it crudely, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's. I think that's a, that's not so crude at all. I think. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of like uh, defining things because we use a, we throw out all these terms without without defining what they are. So I I tend to I say crudely because I like to because if I say something's vibrating at a higher energy, I like to describe what that is. Yeah. But in this case, in this case, it's electrons. It's really it's it's. But this is about physics. Plain well, yeah, it's simple. Simple, simple. Okay. Look at look at look at how much life you have when you're younger. Animals, plants, you know, it's everywhere in nature. And how much and how and how more difficult it is when we're older. Mm-hmm. So, how did who discuss who figured out this deuterium business? Like, how did anybody ever come? Well, they figured like, out. How did anybody ever out, figure this out? Yeah, well, they there's two there's two schools that figured it out. So, in 1932. Dr. Uray, who won a Nobel Prize for it, discovered that hydrogen had other isotopes. Okay. Huge, huge revelation. Because up until then, people were thinking, okay, there's a periodic table, and then those are yeah. those are the those are the elements. But it turns out there's there's isotopes within those elements based on how many neutrons something has. So um, so when they discovered that hydrogen had a had a isotopes it was a huge relation because without that bit of knowledge you couldn't create atomic weapons or atomic energy so it really ushered the atomic age and when the americans looked at at this they said they well once they discovered deuterium they're like okay well let's combine it with oxygen and make heavy water it still looks like water still tastes like water it's a little heavier than regular water but most people don't have a scale can't really tell and they realized that somewhere between the third and fifth day of drinking this pure D2O, which by the way, doesn't occur in nature, but you can synthesize it in a lab, or rather it does occur in nature, but one out of every 41 million molecules. So it doesn't really do too much damage. So, well, anyway, they found, long story short, they found that a mammal died by day three or between three and five, the mammal died. So they're like, okay, this water, something about this water is not water. Mm-hmm. And and it was much later that they discovered why it's because the deuterium it's kinetically that deuterium is bigger it slows things down and 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 the body mistakes it for hydrogen so that's the other problem okay. water water has deuterium in it because oxygen mistakes it for hydrogen even though it's a type of hydrogen but it's completely different because it's twice the mass so um, so then the Americans that was in the forties the Americans said this is incompatible with human biology and they just said okay well. Well, well, that's another bit of knowledge. We'll just put on the shelf and keep going. But the Russians looked at it looked at it a different way. They were trying to figure out why certain there was they had a there was a young uh, gerontologist and a young biophysicist, and they were eager to make a name for themselves at a university in Tomsk. And their uh, their advisor said, "Well, if you want to make a name for yourself, figure out why these people are living so long." And he was talking about the Altaians and the Yakutians. Tell me why do they have so many centenarians and why are they? And so these guys thought, wow, this is a, quite a challenge. We want to know why these people are living longer than everybody else and healthier. Yeah. And they looked at food. They looked at lifestyle. I mean, they looked at everything. And then they looked at the water. And at that, this was in the mid fifties. So at that time, the, 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 the discovery of deuterium was still rather fresh. It was still very exciting that, you know, this discovery of multiple isotopes for hydrogen. So they, they honed in on this, on their water they were drinking and discovered that these people are drinking water that had 16% less deuterium than everybody else. And they're drinking. So they go, okay, this is it. And they said, well, we have to test it. And they did. They tested it on plants animals everything and so whereas the americans made made uh, heavy water in a lab and said okay this will kill you the russians said looked at the opposite well what happens when you give animals and plants water that has less deuterium than the average yeah. and it was the complete it was the complete opposite lifetime lifespan increased health increased resilience to things increased your ability to handle stress increased everything increased because you have more metabolic energy to deal with these things so you have mm-hmm. a reserve 
Yeah. And and as you age, you you can actually develop a net energy benefit for yourself versus versus something versus no net versus no and net energy benefit from from anything. So these people live very much with a cycle. Initial runoff in the summer would give them water that had a little less deuterium. So it's and and um, unfortunately, it's just not many places like this that have naturally lower deuterium levels. Uh, so we endeavored to figure out how to make it in a make it in a, a lab or for a small factory. Essentially, is what we have. So we copy the hydrological cycle, amplify it, which which reduces deuterium naturally. We just amplify it to such a degree that we reduce like ninety five percent of it, and that way, or you can or you can do it slowly over time. Slow and steady wins the race anyway. There's nothing nothing here has to be done quickly. But you can because we make almost like a concentrate. You can you can dilute it with other water, so it ships easy. Mm-hmm. So 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 all this is just. It's just all an elaborate, elaborate ploy to reduce your deuterium levels in the body by twenty percent. To and in order is, to give your body more energy at a cellular level, and yes, yes, you know, yes. which ultimately, from a down, from an upstream effect, just enables the body to do what the body does well. It it absolutely, absolutely, and I've seen, I've seen, I've seen people react differently. Uh, to it, but but everybody reacts in in with a with a sense of renewed energy, like some mm-hmm. like they have like they have something that was that was slipping away, and now it's back, and and that and that is that is vitality. Yeah, no, for sure. So yeah. so what are I mean, and I know there's some studies around about using deuterium. There's a lot of a lot of studies. If you want to go to deuteriumdepletion.org, I'll put like most of the studies, sixty plus studies out there. Yeah, not much in the peer-reviewed world, and uh, and uh, but uh, there's a lot out there, and um, and we host a we host a conference with all the world's top scientists. We just did it. That was deuterium depletion, um, deuteriumdepletionsummit.com. So people that want to get into the like the deeper science of this, it's fast. It's very fascinating science because it 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 connects a lot of dots. So mm-hmm. missing like missing links. That once you once you put the deuterium component in, you go, oh, I get it. It was like something missing. Yeah. And so you introduce you introduce deuterium into biochemistry, and a lot of things start to make sense. That's really so, interesting. So, what so, are some of the conditions good. that, even from an anecdotal perspective, that maybe some of these science, some of the clinicians who have, you know, brought deuterium depleted water into their into their practice like well let's yeah i get it let's look at the kinetics of it okay, okay. deuterium is something that slow is slows things down kinetically yeah. and so when you reduce that or remove it things speed up so great example is metabolism your metabolism improves dramatically when you're deuterium depleted interesting i see i see it i see it with just about everybody well i would even say without exception your metabolism changes um now uh, what else? I mean, that 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 affects so many things, you know. Sleep, right out of the gate, everything. Yeah, sleep is another one, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I noticed your ability to manage stress is really, it really, get, it really improves quite quite dramatically, especially for people that are very sensitive to stress and anything will take anything will um, anything will potentially trigger them or hurt them. You know, whether it's the wrong the wrong smell in the supermarket or just whatever it is you know people people that are um uh well we we just um we can't live in a sympathetic nervous state all the time right we just can't and uh and a lot of people do unfortunately mm-hmm. and they and they and they and they do it they they live in a fight or flight situation but without the fight or the flight so they're just yeah. stewing in their stewing in their frozen own, uh, frozen yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so this, this allows you to, it, free, it, it really frees up, frees up energy for what you want to do. You know, how many, we, when we're, when we're young and healthy, we wake up in the morning with all these plans for the day, you know, do this, do that. You know, we're, 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 we're full of, we're full of ideas and full of, full of, um, uh, uh, full, full of intent. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 when we don't have that energy, you don't wake up in the morning going, "Oh, I'm going to do all these things." Like, like when you have energy, you wake up excited in the morning to go do like a hike or go skiing or just do something really. And then when you don't have that energy, it just stresses you out, right? Mm-hmm. Just 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 moving to the moving from one room to the other can be a big point of stress. So uh, we want to relieve some of that stress by giving a surplus of energy to the body, and we we free that energy up by conserving the energy that would have been lost from not only the, not only the the wear and tear of deuterium hitting the system but just the but just what we miss in just the interference right in the body not making as much energy as it could have yeah so in in people who have energy depleted conditions right sure um how you know how long and I mean, this is an impossible question to ask, but typically, you know, is that, do you see that it takes more? I mean, it must take more time. I mean, I, I've noticed, I've noticed older people feel it, see the results faster because the, okay. an older, an older body tends to um, not, not be, it tends to not expect a reversal of energy. Right. right. Okay. So, so um, I see that. Um so some people feel it right away, which is which is odd, but I get it because even a small delta, like even a even five percent difference, if you're older and you've had and you're slowly accumulating deuterium nonstop, even just a slight reduction, the body the body will feel that. But typically, you will after ninety days get down to the one hundred twenty ppm level, and then just just maintain that. And yeah. then, you know, it should be done intelligently with other things, you know, should be done with ketogenic lifestyle, should be, it's, it depends, it depend, depending on what you're trying to change, what you're trying mm-hmm. to affect. Well, because a keto lifestyle but, doesn't necessarily, you know, resonate or work for everybody for various reasons. But if they're, let's say- I'm not somebody, saying a healthy person needs to do it, but if you're sick, yeah, if you're sick, then, 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 um, let food be your medicine and medicine be your food. It's a better intervention than having to, God forbid, go take drugs or or, or even worse. Right. So uh, I'm a big believer in the food as medicine thing. So again, if it's needed as a medicine, okay. And and if you're and if you're and if you're looking at food as a medicine, then then yeah, ketogenic is very important. You don't have to do it non. You don't have to do it your whole life, but but at least you want to get ahead. You want to get ahead of the pollution and, and deuterium is a pollutant. Mm-hmm. And considering that, considering that we're mostly water, 98.9% water by molecular weight, this heavy component in water, you, you could take a glass of light water and a glass of regular water and put them on a microgram scale. And you will see there's a difference in weight. Really? Minimal, but you'll see it because. Yeah, so because you need a very sensitive scale for that. You need a sensitive scale. But the point is, is that my point, my point is that, um, just a little, just a little bit over time is enough to isn't isn't is is sometimes enough. I don't know always because we don't have enough data to know everything about how people are affected by this, but we do know that even a, a small delta over a large over a long period of time, it kicks in the mitochondria to to uh, filter filter deuterium itself. It's like mitochondria gets overrun, but it does have the mechanism. It does have mechanisms to clear it, right? Well, because it's always exchanging hydrogens. Right. It says, oh, heavier hydrogen for lighter hydrogen. In nature, everything prefers the lighter hydrogen to the heavier hydrogen. Maybe there are some instances where that where that uh changes in early childhood development, perhaps, because you want you want some strong bones, but that's not energy production. So -hmm. when you're looking at when you're looking at energy production, we exchange the proteum, which is the light hydrogen, which is the simple hydrogen, which is the simple proton electron, for the heavier, the yeah. heavier, the heavier kinetically is selected out because it just, it's like, would you choose a, um, would you choose some, would you choose a, if you were to, if you had to carry a rock, would you choose a heavier rock or or a, or a, a lighter rock? You know, if you yeah. just, if all thing, all things being equal, you're gonna take the, you're gonna take the path of least resistance. You're gonna take for the sure. lighter path. For sure. So this is just a lighter path for our bodies. Let me ask you a question about molecular hydrogen, because I've heard people talking about molecular hydrogen and wondering, oh, is that going to increase my deuterium levels? But I think that 
you know, when it comes to molecular hydrogen, the point that a lot of people miss is that when you draw, especially when you're dropping that tablet into the water, the tablet itself is not hydrogen. The tablet is That's causing right. a chemical reaction in the water, releasing the hydrogen. That's right. So, Ultimately, I guess it's if you have water that's filled with deuterium for whatever reason, you're going to get you're going to get the same make of a hydrogen as in that as it's in as in that water. There will be some selection in when it turns to a gas because yeah. again, the easier one is going to is going to take preference. Nature is going to take preference for the easier reaction, the faster the lighter reaction, one. Yeah, the lighter one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there will be some some difference, but the whole point of taking molecular hydrogen is to add more hydrogen to your, hydrogen is our fuel. So yeah. our food's going to break down to hydrogen. Yeah. So if you can get it in a state where you, where you bypass, you, it's just, it's like bypassing the need for calories in a sense and get, get yourself the raw building blocks, the, the raw material that the body needs. Cause the body just makes everything from scratch. It just needs the building blocks. Mm-hmm. And, um, so using essential blocks. amino acids or using molecular hydrogen, like there's all that, of these things. There's that word. You said it. There's that word. You said it essential. Yeah. There are things we cannot make. So those we need to consume, but everything else, our bodies can all the way, all the way to the very controversial, controversial subject of uh, molecular um, biological transmutation at room temperature, controversial subject, but a lot of evidence saying that our bodies are, are transmuting one element to another. Just to serve, just to live. Hmm. You know, take a take a great great experiment great experiment done a long time ago where they took hens and they for like who knows for how long, but to the point where there was no calcium, and yet the hen is still creating an egg with a calcium shell. So like, where's the calcium coming from? The body makes it. Interesting. The body's very intelligent. So uh, we just have to give it the building blocks and the energy, mm-hmm. and, and molecular hydrogen is 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 bypassing a lot of pathways to give you just the the building blocks of energy, just like deuterium depleted water. You're just exchanging water that's in your body for something lighter. You lose a certain amount of water every day, and if the water that you replace into your body has less deuterium than the water that you're the water that's leaving, then your body will have less deuterium. So that's the idea basically then, with drinking. I mean, yeah. That's that's the idea. Yeah. And 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 uh, again, I can't stress enough how how the longer the longer you do it, the the more benefit it gives you. Right. I mean, and there's so- still benefit from a few months out of the year, but but if you're but if you're constantly doing it, like I said before, there's there's long-standing injuries or deficiencies that are just the body just simply puts in the waiting room until it has enough energy to deal with. Mm-hmm. So how wonderful it is when finally you get to the point where you have that surplus of energy and you can, you can actually start doing stuff. You know, you gotta be careful though. We had this one, one woman, you know, practically wheelchair bound and all of a sudden deuterium depleted, you know, I feel like running, you know, she wants to run everywhere. So be careful. <laughs> don't, don't, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't hurt yourself because you will, because, not everybody, but definitely some people. It's like a new lease on life. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So well, she and she would have lost muscle mass and whatnot. So. Yeah. Yeah. So so a lot of a lot of success stories with something very very simple. But nice. and and it's very different than other interventions because you're not. It's not about putting something in your body. Not it's about removing it's about something. something yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it is, we do talk about sometimes, you know, we we're always talking about adding, 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 taking a supplement, adding this, adding that. And, you know, I will often talk to people about, but here, what are the things we need to stop doing? What are the things we need to remove from the equation? Because sometimes doing those things means you don't have to add something else, you know, everybody's using all these energy drinks and all of these things to build, bring them more energy. Sure. The bodybuilder puts on mass muscle mass and the yogi creates space. (laughs) So, um, I'm a, I'm of the latter ilk. Yeah. I want to create, I want to create space. And, uh, and because we are primarily, primarily we're just, light beings you know i mean if you look at if you if you if you look at the physical reality it almost you know when you look at it at the quantum level it almost doesn't exist you know we're just we're just uh 
interference patterns, you know. So we have a lot of, so we we carry an enormous amount of information, genetic information for repair, for uh, preservation of the species. But in terms of our, in terms of our uh, um, present and our, our 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 here and now, it's 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 really all about how we feel in this moment. It's not about a goal. It's just how we ba- how balanced and how how um, what's our creative influence to inspire? Can we inspire anything? You know, do we have? Mm-hmm. Are we are we healthy enough to uh, inspire creative influence of the future, or are we just because because then you're really a dynamic being. You know, you're you're you you can you can create you can take cause and effect and you can do something rather than constantly trying to chase something like, like chase chase your health or or chase a goal you know but when you're when you're um not sick anymore you know when you lose that identity and your identity becomes my god i'm i'm i'm, I'm optimized you know then 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 all these things that felt well, felt outside of your reach now all of a sudden feel attainable because mm-hmm. because the mind is because the mind is strong now it's like you can you can trick yourself in anything i mean we can't we we do all the time positive yeah. thought and, but none of this will work if we don't have the energy because yeah i mean you can have a you can have a willing mind but but if the body's not <laughs> not willing then it's all it'll all be it'll all be uh uh it'll all be it'll on, be a lot on, harder on is what it'll be well, a whole lot be, harder it'll, it'll be on paper hey folks just a quick interruption to thank our final sponsor for this episode. I'm so excited to tell you about this though, because a year ago I became aware of Level Up Health when the founder and formulator Kyle Vanderleest reached out to me in my Facebook community. Boy, am I glad he did. We had a long chat, tried a few of his life-changing formulations, and the rest, as they say, is history. Level Up Health's product range is truly unique. Their ultimate GI repair combines the best naturopathic botanicals and nutritional with powerful orally bioavailable peptides used in functional and integrative medicine to give their customers products that actually work and help you achieve your health goals. Be that gut health and healing, liver detoxification, reducing inflammation, supporting brain function, or biohacking and optimizing your health. The feedback from community members has been incredible. Each product formulation was created to address specific health concerns and reduce the multiple six to 12 products you might need to take and simplify it down to an all-in-one product. Level Up also has formulations like Hista Resist and Liver Complex. Plus they also have a range of powerful solo ingredient products, many of which are very unique on the market, such as Magnesium L3 and 8, Tudka, DHM, and PEA and the range continues to grow every month. Now, to learn more, check out their website, www.leveluphealth.com, and that's L-V-L-Uphealth.com, to see the full range of unique products Level Up has to offer, and use code NAT10 for 10% off your order. Now, let's get back to that episode. So what about water like natural spring water or water running through a creek? Like, you know, we talk about like, I, and I guess we get right. into more into the world of structured water over deuterium depletion. Again, we're talking about something that has life, that has vitality. Something, yeah. let's say you take spring water, something has movement, has electrons, okay? It has, it has, it has spark, it has juice, it, it has, it tingles, okay? Yeah. Like electricity on your lips, on your tongue. It's, it's, it's a, it's things that are not stale that, that have that vibration of nature. But then, but then uh, the next question is what spring, what river, because how, how clean is it really? How clean is it? And, and what, and what is it, you know, every, we, we almost don't fit into our environment, right? We need clothes. We need shelter. We need special, everything's gotta be, May, we can't eat this. We can't eat that. You know, we need fire. You know, we're, we're very delicate. We're, we're, we're very delicate creatures, much more delicate than other mammals. So everything has to be in a certain, in a certain uh, window of tolerance for us. So including water. So if you have a, a good high quality spring water with low total dissolved solids, high in bicarbonates, perfect. This is what people, this is what people drive to and, and line up, line up with their, uh, with their glass jugs to fill, you know, can this be recreated? Yes. We, what we do is a little different. We purify water and then we purify it even more by removing the, the, the uh, semi-heavy component that if you, if you have a liter of water, 
it's 20,000 drops. Okay. So just good, good to know that one liter of water is 20,000 drops. You were drop them individually it'd be 20,000. Now imagine out of those 20,000, you think all of them are water six, six out of 20,000 drops are HDO or HOD it doesn't, it's not a lot, but cumulatively it's enormous. It's a lot. So, um, we just limit that, just reduce that, take out those six drops or take out five and a half of those drops. And, and in order to do that, we have to purify water of everything ahead of time. So if you think of normal water filtration, you're removing a contaminant from the water, whether it's a mineral or some chemical, you're actually like reverse osmosis. But in our process, this to, you're removing a type of water from a different type of water mm-hmm. moving a heavy water from from lighter water so it's a very different very different way to filter very just not possible to do it at home but my point was that uh because we do this and we remove everything we don't add any minerals back into our water a good tasting spring water tastes good because it has the right mineral profile it has that has that vibrancy as well but uh uh what we do is we give you a clean water we give you the water that's closest to the water inside your cells because the water inside your cells is like you you were talking about structured well structured it just means it's in a it's like a it's like it has a crystalline structure crystalline structure means there's no there's no contaminants there's a there's a there's a fractal hologram of, of 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 the whole thing in its totality and in every little part of it because there's nothing to contaminate it. So it's pure. So that's what water that, that we make in the lab is this pure water. So when your body drinks this water, it, it hydrates unlike anything else, because mm-hmm. now your body's getting water that is the cl- closest, the most identical to the water that we make. Yeah. So, so, so is your water, when people buy the light water, is it also structured water essentially? It's structured in the sense that there's nothing in there besides H2O or right. So or, it's completely clean. Pure. Yeah, it's completely pure. It's completely pure. And you know when a when a crystal is free of contaminants, it's a higher integrity to that crystal. Right, right. Well, you can do that. You can energize it. I, I like to spin it, give it some movement. It, you know, it, it picks up energy. So give it some vortex energy. I like to do that. Uh, but yeah, it's just very pure, very pure okay. water. Nice. Well, I mean, I love drinking it. I have to say, like, I mean, I, like I said, I, your, I did at the beginning of the podcast, gets, your body yeah. gets hydrated with it. It really does. You need less water when you're deuterium depleted, a lot less. It's, it's, it's amazing, you know, cause your body gets, what is high, what is the word high, what's the root of hydrated? It's not water, it's hydrogen. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. So to be optimal in a perfect world, we most of us are walking around around 150 maybe some people are a little higher in deuterium and in a perfect world we'd want to be what around 120 parts yeah 125 120 to 130 125 being that average of that and anything anything lower than that will have further incremental benefit but that first delta of that that 30 ppm drop which will happen over 90 day period yeah that's that's where that's where you'll be more resilient. Hmm. That's that's closer closer to what our ancestors uh, were dealing with, and right. closer to what these people are that are living and uh, that, that are enjoying increased longevity in environments that don't necessarily um, that foster it. You know, like the Himalayas, yeah. like in yeah, the, yeah. Like those are harsh environments. Like they're not. Those are harsh environments, but these people, like the Sherpas and Himalayas, they can go to the summit carrying car- carrying everybody else's gear uh no supplemental oxygen because they don't get hypoxia why because they're drinking because base camp is 123 ppm that's why what happens when you have less deuterium your ability to use oxygen increases mm. so you're asking what are the benefits well metabolic benefits but if you look at if you look at oxygen carrying capacity if you look at your ability to use oxygen that's radically increased radically interesting so, so, so someone who's going to someone who's planning a climb of whatever would be well served to drink. Oh my God! Night and day. Yeah, leading in. Yeah, yeah, the alpine benefits are, yeah, are incredible. 
Interesting. Yeah, because because you use you're just you're much better at using oxygen. Hmm. Because the yeah because look our bodies what are they what 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 do we run on besides the ATP from mitochondria we run on hydrogen oxygen and water yeah and the and and our ability to live is purely dependent on our ability to not only break that water into hydrogen oxygen but recombine it reduce it back to water right and this process is happening nonstop where huh. we break water into hydrogen oxygen we combine hydrogen oxygen combust it to create water and energy because when you combust it you get a, you get you get the energy component as a byproduct so we're no different than we're no different than the stars you know they use the mm-hmm. same process we're mm-hmm. not we're not we're we're we're, we're, we're like they say we're we're star matter you know we're made from stars nice. so um it's not very complicated this whole thing when you re, when you when you look at when you look at things like is it give it when you when you just ask a question is this going to give me energy or take it away and unfortunately we have this we're in this fallacy of thinking we have this somehow we made this uh pre-cognitive uh commitment to believe that calories give you energy mm. and it's not entirely true it just depends when so we we eat and we feel sluggish, you know, and we keep doing it. And then we, and then we gunk ourselves up. We basically make ourselves toxic because we think that food is our only source of energy when our, when we have breathing air, sunlight, you know, even positive thought. These are, these are all ways that your body can make energy. Yeah. It's just, we, we think, we think that it's only calories. So we just get in, we just get into this, um, yeah, it's a it's a terrible uh, it's a bad habit, and this and that and that's why and that's why instead of being reductive, we become accumulative. Oh, I think mm-hmm. by putting something more in, it's going to help me, you know. Yeah. So and it's it's a we have to get it back into the radical uh, understanding that the things that give us energy are water, oxygen, hydrogen, and these are and light. And, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at a person who really overeats, they are not particularly the most energetic people on the planet. Typically, no, they're no, the most sluggish, no, right? No. So and what and and when you take the basic when you take, you know, they they did this in the lab when you take the basic components of life, like you said, hydrogen, oxygen, um and uh, uh nitrogen and um and light and you add a little bit of current what do you get? You get all the amino acids. Sorry, and you, know, and you add a little bit of which? Sorry, we froze there for a second. When you add oh, a little bit of current, I said, I said, yeah. What happens when you add a little bit of current? Then you have, then you have, then then you create the conditions that existed to create life in the first place. Okay. Amino acids, amino acids form, peptides form out of nothing, right? Just combine mm-hmm. from the basic building blocks. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, amino and peptides are naturally occurring in the human naturally body. Naturally occurring. They're not. And, and they will and they will put 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 water, put a put a electrical current through water, and then you'll start seeing after a while amino acids start forming. Where do they come from? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just it's just the elements, you know, elements combine. So I think we have to get down we have to get back to this very simple understanding and not overcomplicate it. Uh, I, I I always tell people if you have a if you have a condition like a disease or something, um, by the time you name it, it's too late almost. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to you have to exist in a condition before you open up that book and it's got ten thousand names for whatever you're suffering from. If you just avoid that with preventative maintenance, and so how do you avoid that with preventative maintenance? Well, food is medicine, water is medicine, thoughts are medicine. You know, everything can be a medicine or food or poison, depending on quantity and time. So, so uh, in this case, water can be a poison too if it's the wrong water. For sure, for sure. So people sure. drink people people over over consume water and then they and then they're chronically dehydrated because the body is not gonna it's 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 not gonna accept that water. It has to do too much work to convert that into the water that it that it needs. Imagine has to break that water molecule into two gases, then has to get rid of all the other stuff, then has to recombine it back in the water. You know, so it's a we we're we're an elegant machine. We're a really elegant machine, and it, and and if you can if you figure out the water, like 
figure out the water component and and it's it becomes a becomes a base becomes a build something to, something to build on top of Mm-hmm. Just like the, just like the, just like the DNA. What is DNA? It's mostly it's mostly hydrogen in there, you know. So it's so uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, a little bit of biochemistry doesn't hurt. Yeah, no kidding. So for uh, so based on what you're saying right now, so you, you know the populations of people that might experience the biggest shifts, right, by doing a period of deuterium depleted water consumption, uh, you know, to deplete their deuterium. Well, I would say, yeah. Older, like, sicker, and on the other on the other side of the spectrum, athletes. athletes. Yeah, I was going to ask about what about athletes? Absolutely, because you train and then you 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 hit a wall and you need to go and you need to go a little bit further and this will do it. This will free up. This will free up some mitochondrial energy that you wouldn't have freed up otherwise. Yeah. And sure enough, sure enough, people that are are on a, a well keto a keto diet and fasting produces deuterium depleted water in the body. So you inadvertently contribute to deuterium depletion by fasting, whether it's intermittent or all the way to dry fasting, and not only ketogenic diet, but eating less. There's a there's a there's a lot of uh, interest now in in uh, eating eating once a day or twice, whereas before before people didn't again people just didn't feel safe. It's all about safety as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what makes us feel safe? Like it takes a lot for someone to f- find safety in fasting. You know? Yeah. Because we're conditioned, it's like food is our. Like you go to go to a family dinner. Love is shown. Love is shown by feeding you. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not being fed, and it's like like you know, my mom would equate that with love. You know, feed, feed, feed. Yeah. But, uh, uh, um, and then other others feed you through prayer. You go to church. You know, it's prayer, 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 prayer. So whatever is going to whatever is going to create a condition for energy to manifest is 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 the most important thing. Yeah, no, I love that. So that so that's interesting what you just said though. So for people who, you know, the the ways that you can support your body's ability to clear deuterium from the system are by doing a fast once in a while. I mean, it could be a 24-hour fast. fast once a week, Absolutely. let's say. I mean, that would help to lower your deuterium levels naturally. Auto- autophagy. You know, what is autophagy? Yeah. It's you know, you're gonna burn anytime you burn fat for fuel, you'll burn fat and produce water in the body. That water yeah. is deuterium depleted. When you burn when you burn a when you burn a kilo of fat, you produce almost a liter of deuterium depleted water in the body. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, all these things, all these things contribute. And if you, if you historically, you just you look at it, and it all makes sense because the traditional, the traditional lifestyle, human lifestyle was this was like this was more like was more um, one meal a day, keto, um, fast when you could or when you're when you had well, no fast choice. when you didn't find anything to eat. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not when no you. Choice. Nobody was looking to fast. People would eat when they could find something to eat. So you see. You see everything in nature, uh, uh, you observe animals. If they're put in a situation where they have an overabundance of food in that area, they will genetically adapt and they will lose something. Like there used to be a, there used to be a flightless eagle here in Hawaii. And over, over many generations, God knows how long, thousands of years, or maybe it happened faster. But these eagles, they lost their ability to fly because there was too much food in the lagoon. They just walk around and eat all day. Right? They, didn't need the, they didn't need the, they didn't need to fly. Yeah. So you adapt, right? You have you have, and that adaptation may not necessarily be the best adaptation because at some point you may not have the food, and now you've lost your ability to fly. So but you, there's a you also can't too. fly from predators or whatever the case may be. You know, like you're. The point is, we can get lazy, and this and this happens not only to humans. But it happens uh, in, a, in an evolutionary sense. When something gets something gets lazy, things come too easy. Then we lose certain abilities that 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 uh, allowed us to uh, um, that that allowed us to uh, survive. You know. So um, we just have to we just have to get ourselves more in a in a survival state, but without the, without the sympathetic, without making it stressful like a fight or flight mm-hmm. situation. And the way we do that is just by fasting because it, because, uh, it just, everything, everything just gets optimized. You know, when the body's hungry, like people should experience that they should experience hunger. They should experience thirst, just like they should experience love and desire. It's like these things, these things don't just show up 
if they do, it's almost take, they're almost taken for granted. Mm-hmm. So you have to, so you have to, you know, you have to, you have to, we're, we live in a planet of extremes, you know, we have to, we have to experience suffering to know what joy is, you know? So I think we have to, once you, once you experience deterioration depletion, you go, okay, you'll know too. You'll experientially know, okay, this way, if I drink this water, I feel lighter. Mm-hmm. I feel more, I feel more vibrant. And if I drink this water, I feel a little slower and more sluggish. Same thing with food, but we did, but we just did it. We just focused on, on that particular piece of the biochemistry puzzle, the, the deuterium depleted water. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's interesting to talk about, you know, that I think it's interesting to talk about the, the ways that the body naturally can deplete deuterium so that people are not just oh, dependent yeah. on one thing, one mechanism that there and are you could other use, things they can do. And, and, yeah. And that said, you could use deuterium depletion for a short time to kick that into gear. Yeah. You can say, okay, you can say, okay, well, you know what? I can't afford or my, whether my economic situation or whether lifestyle travel, it's like, I can't do this nonstop, but you could do it for a few months and then kick yourself in the gear. Basically, basically give, give yourself a boost. And now you you basically give, you're basically giving your body a rest. Now Mm -hmm. the mitochondrial can can catch up and can start and can start depleting on its own. But if you really want to get down to that, to that um, level where these people are enjoying increased longevity and not only longevity, but they're even fertile into much later age than than other people. So, yeah. Yeah. And this, you show, you see this with humans, you see this with animals, you know, especially mice, you know, Uh, originally the work was done on mice, but uh, um, no, you're just, um, just, it's just the, I, I, I'm really like, I'm really in love with this because it works, you know, and, 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 and you can look at it from two ways. You can look at it qualitatively, say, Hey, nobody has to believe me. I don't care. It works. And if you try it for yourself, you too may come to the conclusion that it's working for you. Yeah. So you could look at, you could look at it at that level or, or you, you could approach it from purely the scientific. And if you mm-hmm. approach it from pure, the pure scientific, there's it's it's impossible to refute this. Absolutely impossible, because it has to do with mechanical things that are happening, right? At the nanoscale in our bodies. And when you look at that, you go, it's mechanical. It's like mm-hmm. it's like if you put the wrong fuel into your car, bad things will happen. If you ran out of fuel, bad things will happen. If you don't, if you don't, if you have three tires, bad things will. It's just purely, <laughs> it's purely mechanical. Yeah. So, and when you, and when you see that it's, there's nothing, there's nothing to argue against, you know, it's just, okay, it's a mechanical problem. Let's fix it, you know, or let's get, or let's get ahead of it. Yeah. Or let's know, or let's know about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That right there, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stress comes from, comes from not knowing what got us into a situation where we're sick. I mean, that to me is the most stressful thing of all. It's like, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. Because you can accept being sick or breaking a bone if if you knew how it happened. But people, mm-hmm. somebody wakes up tomorrow and they got cancer and they don't know why. On top of the cancer, it's incredibly stressful to not even know what the heck happened in the first place. Yeah. So reduce it all to maybe you don't, maybe you can never find the true cause of something, but at least you can reduce it down to energy. So now you increase the energy that you have body's a self-healing organism you can you can you you have you've got a better shot at at managing ma- managing your stress it's just a, it's just everything is just look inflammation is is we don't you know we talk about inflammation is a bad thing but inflammation exists because it's a way to, because it because it combats it's a stress that's needed Let's yeah say it's a there's an well, good inflammation for sure yeah right but if it's but if it's but if it's Good inflammation is only for a short time. Yeah. But if it linger, but if it lingers, then it does damage. So it's like a, it's like a, you want to be like an, you want to be like a, a, a on off switch. You want to be on or off. You know, you want you want that. Like I had the, I when I had a, a, I had this dog right, and and I observe I observe my dog right. He's sleeping in deep sleep. As soon as I say okay, it's time to go, he'd be like <laughs> instantly awake. Right. Yeah. Like. And you don't see that in humans. Everybody's like, everybody, 
it takes everybody's too slow, but our natural, but, but naturally we should be able to go from like relaxation to alertness instantly. We should be able to get up without any, without any lingering sleepiness. It should be just instant. And that's, that's a really, that's an optimized, that's an optimized physiology, the ability to, the ability to um, travel around the world and get off the plane and not have jet lag, not have Mm -hmm. to recover for three days. You know, these are practical, the practical benefits of energy. We're taken for granted when we're young because we have so much of it, you know, but when we're older, we, we, when we learn how to conserve it properly, and we and we and we learn the the tricks of gyro protection, then it's very um, life. Life is no longer uh, um, you don't feel like you're losing anything. You know, people are like oh, you know, I, I have a lot of friends. They're like, well, I'm older now, I can't do those things. It's like why? Yeah. Well, the answer is I'm older. But what made oh. you old? Yeah. What, what created the age? Well, that's just it's just the it's just the lack of energy. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Can we unpack so. that? For sure. Well, I love this. And I, like I said, I'm looking forward to my next round of uh, DDW, light water. I definitely, you know, I'm a pretty high energy person at the best of times, but definitely, you know, I would say it was almost a little bit of a slingshot thing, right? I drank my deuterium depleted water. I traveled for five weeks, um, didn't have access to it but felt pretty good. And now I'm back home and I'm like, okay, I, you know, I still had a couple of bottles. Sitting I, know, there I noticed, I noticed that fixing. with a lot of people. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they get off, they stop for a while and they're like, okay, I gotta get uh, the levels start creeping up and yeah. you lose that, that you lose that extra zing. Yeah. Yeah. And, no. And I mean, I just, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm sad. I didn't get to do the test before I left the house because you know, I was I know, that's unfortunate. so busy zipping around. But I now have a test in hand, so I'm going to retest my baseline, redo my three months, and then test again. Because yeah, you know, what are you? What were you? Uh, how much were you consuming daily? Um, I was doing one, one to four, four to one. One to four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one yeah. part deuterium depleted to four parts regular water. But yeah. at the end, I started going two to one. I would started to, to crank it up a little bit just because yeah, yeah, I yeah. was. I was coming to the end of my time at home and definitely deuterium depleted water in our current environment is not easy to travel with. No, no. I noticed it in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed you definitely need a half a liter a day. uh, However you mix it to make it work. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be, I'm, I'm, my plan right now is just to drink more of it in a shorter period of time, just to get myself back on the, the horse. So Victor, if people wanted to learn more, you you said the website earlier, but maybe if people yeah, it's drink, really it's, geek out, how well, do they, there's a few. They yeah, they can they can geek out at drinklightwater.com. Download yeah. the download the deuterium depletion guide. Guaranteed to geek out there. You can read the uh, the history of deuterium depletion that I wrote. That's a, a provenance of where this comes from. All the people. It was very important that that, that the right people got the credit for this because eventually the, the People will get a Nobel Prize in this field that were yeah, on it early sure. and discovered these things. So uh, they can go to our website. They can go to deuteriumdepletion.org if they really want to get into the science. They can go to Deuterium Depletion Summit if they want to watch nine hours of uh, in-depth um, medical and scientific explanation. They can go to deuteriumtest.com if they want to get tested. Or or you can go to the website, main website, and it'll, it'll lead to other other things so okay and the website is there a website drinklightwater.com or is that a different no that is the website that's the main website website. yeah and light water is spelled l-i-t-e right light is lighter as a matter of fact l-i-t-e looks lighter than (laughs) l-i-g-h-t less less letters yeah it's lighter letters less of those consonants that are heavier I'm, i'm all about the path of least resistance i i you know i when, when I lecture and some, I know sometimes we're, we're at the same event, but I, I like to, I like to tell people that, uh, uh, you know, it's great up until the time you're 50 to push your limits and that's biohacking, right? You want to know what you're capable of. And I think after 50, it's a new term. It's zero protection. Yeah. You want to maintain, you want to maintain what you gained, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's, What's the point of like, I know people that are elite runners in their twenties or elite athletes. And by the time they're 40, they're 50 pounds heavier and they can't do any of the things they did in their twenties because they burn themselves out. They went too hard. Yeah. So 
So why, why do that? And slow uh, and, and steady this, wins the race. Slow and steady. Yeah. Zero protection. Just, yeah. just yeah, keep it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. And um, guys, if to help you out a little bit, Victor generously gave us uh, a code for people who any, any duration of a subscription, it could be a month, three months, six months, a year, you can use code NAT10 and uh, that'll save you 10% off your purchase. That's a one-time code though. So make it yeah, if you're, make it worth um, your while. That's for, that's for subscribers. We encourage yeah. everybody to get in a subscription system. Yeah. Uh, again, we don't, we don't make any, um, we don't make any demands. We don't lock you in anything. So it's just, yeah, you can always put it on hold or suspend it, whatever works for you. Yeah. It's just for your benefit, but I will say for people that want to just buy it once, I say, why, what's the point? It's not the goal of this water. Yes. It tastes good. Yes. It's the purest water in the world, but what's one bottle going to do for you? It's not, you really have to know that you're committing to something over time. And the goal of it is to reduce the deuterium in your body. For and, sure. And once people once people align with that, then they'll they'll then they'll uh, have better success at uh, achieving that. And even doing your baseline test, like test your deuterium levels going in, and then test them again three months out, just to see to see see what the shift. Some because people. Sometimes some people, we need yeah. to see the shift and compare how you're feeling, and you can start to relate how you feel to where your levels may be at. And some, some people delete faster. Some people delete slower. Yeah. I noticed that I noticed that being on this almost three years now, I noticed that after uh, a year or even almost a year and a half of it, I started, it started, I started feeling even lighter still because probably my tissues mm-hmm. were cleansing of the terium. So it was, so it was like a deeper level of, uh, of, of healing that was happening to me. So it's, uh, but now I'm at like this optimal level. Now it would be interesting if I stopped drinking deuterium of water, how, how long, long it would take, hold. Yeah. How, how long it would hold. I think it would hold for a while. All the studies show that it would hold, would hold for a while, but I don't want to. Well, also it. because you live that lifestyle, right? You live your, you, you're not afraid of skipping meals. Be, look, before you, I was radical, before deuterium depleted, before I had any deuterium depleted water, I was dry fasting for four or five days at a time because I wanted yeah. to, because I wanted to deplete deuterium and I didn't have any way to do it except this hardcore approach, which is not, which is not for 99.9% of people out there. It ain't going to go, it ain't going to go a day or two without water, much less five. No. No, but it works, no, and but I mean most people can't healthily do that. You know, their their bodies are not optimized to the point where they could skip. Water. Well, they, they can't. They can. They're just going to suffer. They're just going to suffer. And, it's going to be miserable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suffer. It's not going to be any fun. And okay. so, like, yeah, just take the suffering out of it and put the joy back in. You know, it's like I love it. Drink, easiest drinking water. It is the easiest and best tasted in drinking water. Absolutely. So, Victor, thank you so much again for today. This has been mm. enlightening as always. Light with no GH, with a T-E. Light. And, um, <laughs> and I look forward to crossing paths at the next event, probably yes. maybe in June. Yeah, it's great to see you again. Likewise. Take care. Thank you. Ciao. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that's what helps us to be heard and to be seen. If you'd like to connect with me directly, or if you'd like to leave any comments, or if you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to me directly through my website, natnidham.com. And of course, if you're not already a member of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Community on Facebook, that's where you'll find me every day. It's a short application. Just answer a couple of questions and you're in and interfacing with other amazing biohackers. Thanks again, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode.